Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. All right. It is one of those weeks, Megan, where we just need to take a really deep breath. Just Should we we do it right now? Are you ready? Deep inhale. I can't even. I can't even get a full one. I can't even get one. But I was talking to someone on the phone yesterday about school stuff, and I was like, "How's your week?" And she's like, "I just need a deep breath." And I was like, "Yeah, lady, we all need a deep breath. Like, yeah, it's it's been a week. Collective need. It has been. Why? What is going on with life right now that makes this time feel ridiculous? It's February. Things should be calm. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I actually think that people are over winter. I think we're starting to get this spring jitters. Mm. Um, like I went out in my yard today and I was like blowing leaves. Yeah. I was blowing leaves yesterday, but it, <laughs> my neighbor was like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's 40 degrees. I got to get outside. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, the <laughs> leaves are frozen to the grass. I will get them off. Like <laughs> I turned into a little bit of psychopath, but all my kids were out there with me with their gloves on shivering. And I was like, get the leaves out of the gutter. That's you why guys. you have such a beautiful yard though. Well, Your dedication and appreciation uh, of 40 degree days. I mean, yeah, like I am dedicated to that yard. But also I just stand there going, how can I blow money this year on my yard? It's a slippery slope. Anyways, you you and I did a fun thing today separately, but Whoa. same event. Right. So let's talk about, first of all, how fun downtown Salt Lake is today, this oh, weekend in general. My word, it is a madhouse. Tell everyone why, because it has been so fun to watch. Yeah, the NBA All-Star Game is happening tonight, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 And there that. are famous people in town for the celebrity game and just a lot of events, a lot of things happening, big banners flying over the city. Have you seen these the last couple of days? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah. So uh, let's see, Thursday, I needed to go pick up my son some new shoes. So after school, I took my son to, to Foot Locker to get some new shoes. I had no idea. I like didn't put together that the all-star game was going to bleed across the entire city. Yeah. But anyways, we go to the Foot Locker downtown and there are officers everywhere. And I, I jokingly, I'm like, can I come in? And they're like, yeah, oh, you can come in. So I'm like, you know, my son's buying these shoes, but I, I'm looking around like a fish out of water. I look around and finally I say to this like teeny bopper cashier lady, I'm like, um, what's going on? And she's like, it's the, the Air Jordan celebrity footlocker night. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, all the celebrities just bought us out of every single Air Jordan in the store. And I look around and sure enough, there's all these NBA players and all these like bougie looking people like handing out $100 bills to the cashier, going home with like 20 different boxes of sneakers and the officers are carrying the sneakers out the store. And I was looking around going, what am I looking at here? And meanwhile, I'm like, son, get your Converse. We're out of here. (laughs) My son's like, can I have a pair of those? I was like, no, slap his hand. You may not have a pair of Air Jordans. But that's, that's where I realized... Oh, this is going to be everywhere. Yeah. It's up at the U. They practice at the U today. So when I drove through the campus, there were buses everywhere, you know? Yeah. Well, my husband works out at the gym at City <gasps> Creek. Yes. And that's been closed off yes. because of people going to do events and things there. And the NBA stars are working out there. I guess. Yeah. Mm. So that's funny because we went to, so I'll spill the beans, but you're going to give the the down low. Okay. We went to Bluey tonight. Yeah. Bluey's Bluey, big play. Bluey's big play. Yeah. That is downtown also tonight. So we were eating at the restaurant right across the street from the theater. And my kids are like, why are all those people lining up? And before we know it, out comes an NBA team getting onto their bus. And they're like these really tall guys. And my yeah. son's like, they're so tall. And I was like, yeah, man. They play the NBA. Like, yeah. yeah. But it was just fun because they're everywhere. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. And they were working out at the gym. Yeah. So now, anyways. I'm curious. How was it finding a parking spot? We didn't. My husband chauffeured us down there and back. Mm. Yeah. Because okay. we weren't going to try and do that. Yeah. I wondered. I was nervous this morning because we went oh. at 11 a.m. Oh, right, right. And even then, I looked at my husband and said, I don't know if we're going to get a parking spot. How'd it go? We found one on the street, right? The down street. the street. But I think someone had just left. Like the timing was perfect. But afterwards, the kids said, oh, can we go to City Creek for lunch? And both my husband and I in unison said, no, (laughs) no, that sounds like a terrible idea. It's so busy. Everyone would be there. So busy. But it's just kind of fun. I mean, I'm happy for Salt Lake. I don't know why. Like 
Salt Lake, it's it's trying to be cool and it's getting there. The Olympics are coming. Well, not really. Well, we don't know for sure. I'm manifesting that they're going to come. <laughs> uh, the Olympics are here with the All-Stars. It's just fun. Like there's a lot of stuff happening downtown. I could feel the spring jitters from the All-Star game when I was downtown today. Aww, it was fun. I'm glad. So anyways, okay. So what did you think about Bluey? Let's give our official review of Bluey. I liked it. I appreciated it. I appreciated a few things. From this little experience. Like what? First, it was short. Mm-hmm. With a running time of 50 minutes yeah. and no intermission, it was the perfect length for kids and, truthfully, for the adults having to sit through it. Oh, my gosh. Wasn't it, though? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. At 45 minutes, I was like, are they wrapping it up? Sure enough, they were. They were. They were. What do you think about the um, puppets, the actual puppets? They were fine. The kids loved it. It's kind of like watching Sesame Street. Yeah. When you can see the puppeteers, it's maybe uh, not as magical, but the kids still think that they're alive. Yeah. Even if the puppeteer is right. They've done studies with yeah. this, right? Like the kids will come on Sesame Street and even though the adult is right in front of them moving the puppet, they the kids still address the puppets as yeah. if they are real. Yeah. And I think that's how most of my kids were. They really thought they were mm. real. Yeah. It was fine. Honestly, I'm glad it was only 50 minutes because it was kind of long to watch. But I did start Mm. to watch the puppeteers and their facial expressions match what was happening in the story. Like, how hard would that be to be a puppeteer? So hard. Well, and I want to ask you about that because like you just said, I found myself like watching the actual puppet, mm-hmm. not the puppeteer. And then I realized, oh, that's how, that's like how engaging this show is, yeah. is that they know we're not going to see this adult standing behind a puppet. But here's what I don't understand. Hmm. Um, and I'm afraid, oh, Bandit, Bandit and Chili, yeah. the parents, they're like the size of like you and me. Why didn't a human just like get inside that puppet? Like why were, why were they? Because each, each character of Bluey had two puppeteers behind them. So there was a lot of choreographing behind the puppets to do the eyes and the eyebrows and the arms and the legs. Like it was a lot. It really was amazing to watch the puppeteers, especially when at one point Bandit ends up holding one of the girls, ends up holding Bingo, I think. That's right. And to watch, it's like a dance. It was. how they would pass them off. But I wonder if that's why they don't have someone in there is it's just easier to hold maneuver the characters and maneuver with yeah i don't know that's a great question i just wondered because also you could put like a 10 year old kid inside of bingo and bluey and they're they've come alive yeah but i wonder if there are like child labor issues with that i don't know do we care about that (laughs) (laughs) no yeah for sure but i just thought that was really interesting yeah yeah okay second yeah i had zero worries about my kids being the loudest or standing Mm. up, or dancing, or singing along. That behavior was encouraged, and my children embraced it well. What about yours? Mine did not. As you know, they they don't. (laughs) My children don't. I still had to ask. Do you know what's funny? Like Two minutes into the show, I was like, when's it going to quiet down? And then I was like, wait a second. This is a kid's show. It's not going to. And it did it. All throughout the show, kids were crying, laughing, whining, like all the things. There were noises. There were parents who were singing and dancing along too, which brings me to my final observation. Please don't. Slash Except do. Appreciation. Go ahead. I have to. The level of commitment shown by parents and grandparents for bluey clothing yes. was something else. The people yes. watching at this event could rival people watching at Disneyland. I know. I was not disappointed. No, I know. There were a lot of cartoon characters on adults' shirts True. today. And did you notice how many adults were there like with a newborn? Yeah. And they're like holding up their newborn Simba style. And I'm like, your kid doesn't even know what it's doing. You're not like, going to remember this Your kid at all. doesn't care about Bluey. You're here for you. And there was like like three teenagers that came in by themselves. And I was like, what are you doing here? You're embarrassing yourself. You should be no. the NBA All-Stars. I think it's cute. I, it's there wasn't cute. as yes. much. There wasn't as much of clever adult no. humor in the play as no. there is in the episodes. Totally. Which is fine. Did you tear up at the end? Would you call her sister? Yes. Yes, of I course did I did. I'm sitting there. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't I don't cry. Well, when you, when she's like, hello. I'm just like, it's your youngest, your younger sister. I started to cry. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like it's like the final line that of the whole show. Better. That and at the very beginning when the birds come out oh. and it just looked magical. It was a little Beautiful. bit of a Lion King moment where I was like, the, do not cry. This is so dumb. It was do not I cry. Know. But I did tear up at the beginning too. Like, you know, when your kids are so excited about yeah. something and you're excited yeah. about it and then it's actually happening. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what? Though? I wish it would have been an hour. 
I do because the like at 50 minutes, I was like, I could sit for 10 more minutes and watch this because here's the, so here's what happened. Mm. My, we had a really hard day and my, none of my, so (laughs) my three older kids were supposed to go. Uh, my three-year-old dropped out. He didn't go. So it was just my older kids and I ended up taking the baby. Okay. And my two older kids on the way there were like, I don't want to go. We're not going to go. They were throwing a tantrum. And you know, we bought these tickets like six months months ago, ago. like a long time ago. Right. So I looked at both of them and said, you are going to go. Dad bought these tickets. We're going and you're going to be grateful. (laughs) Like we're going. (laughs) So we went and it was probably, you know, when the birds turn around and they shake their bums. That's when I looked over at both my big kids and they were smiling and having fun. So I was like, yeah. oh, you ding dongs. But did we get in the car? And my husband was like, how was it? And my kids were like, it wasn't that great. And I was like, you So anyway, so why did I bring that up? Oh, I don't remember. But I, I think because I wish it was a little bit longer because my yeah. kids did have fun. Yeah. So anyways, am I glad I did not pay $100 for front row tickets? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was about $30. Even I would have paid like $20. I think we paid $35. I think it was about $20. Show. Well, at the end, we were sitting in the part where they send the keepy uppy balloons around. You were? We got pelted in our heads. Good. So good. Listen to Very you. good. No, I only said because my kids, we were up like in the in the nosebleeds, and my my big kids were like, why don't we get a balloon? I was like, we have balloons at home. They're like, no, we don't. I'm like, oh my gosh. That was a hazard. We should have had to sign a waiver. I love it. Before we got those tickets because those giant balloons were heavy. Yeah. And oh, you can tell. Being hit by all the people really hard, all the kids really hard, yeah. and the adults with way too much adrenaline, like yeah. feeling like children. Yeah. It, I, at one point, I'm like sheltering my oh. four-year-old with my arms oh, so she hilarious. doesn't get nailed in the head again yeah. by one of these balloon things. Yeah. It was – I could have lived without the end, actually. If we could have yeah. just walked out after curtain yeah. call, that would have been great. But when they come back out and they throw all these giant ball yeah. balloon things and bubbles in the audience, like, yeah. that was mass chaos. I yeah. am not there for it. It's mm. fine. Mm. Mm. I liked it. It was good. I don't know no, that I'm going to go again. No, no, I don't think I'd ever want to go again. No, yeah. one and done. It was, okay. it was great, but it was a nice thing. It was a nice thing to do. It was, it, it was, was a fun Saturday activity and way cheaper yes. than going to the all-stars events. That's true. Except was I laughing to myself at like, you know, at the corner of the, of the theater, you either like go further to go to the stadium or you like turn to go to Bluey. And I laughed at like all these people and they're like Air Jordans going to the stadium and then like us and our like mom jeans going the other way. And I was like, wow, <laughs> this is a real like juxtaposition of our lives here. So it was just, it was very funny. Everyone makes their choices. That's right. That's right. Okay. So anyway, okay, where are we? So this week we are talking about something really fun. I'm so excited. We're talking about um, what you have titled emergency calls. It's so funny because when I first saw the outline for this titled Emergency Calls, I was like, what? What is that episode? And I was like, oh, that's what we're calling this episode. <laughs> Emergency Calls. Okay. But wait, that reminds me. Did you yeah. ever watch the show? Probably not. You were too little. Go ahead. In the 90s. Oh, what was it called? It was like Emergency 911. Do you know what uh, I'm talking wait, about? Emergency 911 or Cops? No, no. It was bad not boy, Cops. Bad boy. What you gonna do? That one? No. Okay. What was it called? Rescue 911. <gasps> oh. Did you ever watch that when you're, it ran from like 19, I can, not from like, I can tell you because I just Googled it. It ran from 1989 to 1996. And William Shatner, who yes. is hilarious, was yes. the host. He actually wasn't very funny on this TV show, but no. he was the host. And we used to sit down and watch it as a family almost religiously. And do you, do you okay. know the premise? So now that I'm looking at it, I don't yeah. think I would have watched it because I was only... You were like five. Yeah, I was five when this when this <laughs> ended. But no, tell me the premise. What's the deal? It was a, a, dra- drama. a dramatization of when people had called 911. And you never knew exactly how it was going to turn out. Oh, interesting. I'd say 75% of the time, the people were fine. You know, the parents would call 911 sure. or like the story of the little kid would call 911. There was a fire, whatever. But you'd never know because 25-ish percent of the time, the person didn't live. Oh, you're kidding. And it was slightly traumatic, but also just engrossing, right? You could not look away because you wanted to know, will this person live Oh, sure. or not? Oh my gosh. So maybe the good news for this episode is... Spoiler alert, everyone lives. Everyone lives. Everyone lives. So. <laughs> everyone lived to tell the tale. Yeah, there you go. Well, I was just looking at it. Apparently, you can stream it now. <gasps> yeah, if you want to stream Rescue 911, you can. I think 
you need to watch. I'll watch an a few. episode at some point. Yeah, because I used to watch Cops all the time. Which now, like looking back, I'm like, why did I watch that? Why did my parents let me watch that? Is there bleeped out language and oh for drugs sure, and oh like, for sure. This is nine one one. It's just a bunch of stupid people yeah. doing stupid things. Or yeah, I don't know. Now that I think I don't think my parents let me watch Cops. I think I would like just sneak watch it. But and like, ew, what a terrible show. Why I would watch sneak, that. Like I would sneak watch 90210. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's better to sneak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, man. So the topic. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Why are we talking about it? Oh, because my neighbor, mm-hmm. just two weeks ago, she had to call the firemen. Okay. What? Yeah. So here's the story. Here's what happened. She text me and was like, hey, do you have a long stick? And I said, <laughs> no. That's when a great I, way to leave when it. I, when I got the text, all I said was, I don't, but I can't wait to hear the whole story. Because I was like, obviously she's in a pickle and like mom to mom, she's not going to be able to tell me right now. Right. So like, I'll just wait till later. But anyways, so she then she just sends me a video of her daughter. Like she, there's the bathroom door is open like a crack mm-hmm. and you can see her daughter in the bathroom but you can see something jammed up against the door. So what happened is when her daughter was going to the bathroom, you know, the babysitters with the ba- with the kids, mm-hmm. she goes to the bathroom. She's three years old, not even actually, like two and a little bit, mm-hmm. <clears throat> goes into the bathroom. And there's like a decorative ladder on the wall that has like towels on it and stuff like that, right? Yeah. She kicks the ladder down and it jams the door shut, right? Okay. So, so the door's not locked. It's right. literally just like, Jammed. jammed jammed shut the ladder and it can't she can't open the door because the ladder it's like between the wall and the and the door yeah, right? there's nowhere to, for it to go yeah. it's, it's jammed yeah <clears throat> so anyway so she was so she sent that video and i was like wow you're in a real pickle the funniest part of this though is that it was a group message right <clears throat> i was the only one that was like this is gonna be such a good story what a memory. I can't wait to hear about this later. Everyone else was like freaking out, like saw the door off the hinges. And I kept being like, she's not in danger. She's yeah. only been in there for like 15 minutes. Like she's not in danger. She's yeah. just fine. She's actually very contained. Like the worst <laughs> that can happen is like she gets in the toilet, right? Like, <laughs> like splashes so around. I just felt, I felt like so irresponsible because everyone kept being like, okay, well, what do you need? And I was like, just make sure you're taking video for posterity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so what yeah. happened? So anyways, they had to call the, because she asked me for a stick, hoping that she could get it under the door mm-hmm. and jimmy the ladder up. Okay. And I was like, that's not going to work because you don't have a big enough stick, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they called the fireman after like an hour. Whoa. And because she was like, I can either knock down the door and like feel bad about it or the fireman can knock down the door and like, It'll maybe they'll cause less damage. So they came in their big truck and they went in. And I guess they just sawed one of the one of the hinges off the door mm-hmm. and then just like pried it open and got the ladder up and the kid came out. Whoa. Yeah. So then all they have to do is replace a hinge, a hinge. for the door. That's exactly right. Oh, how yeah. resourceful of those but, firemen. Very right? thoughtful. But I mean, in hindsight, maybe we should just be calling them more often <laughs> when we're in pickles like that, because I bet they see stuff like that. All the time, mm-hmm. all the time. I actually probably shouldn't be calling them for stuff like that, but it's fine that they did. You're right. You're right. But, but they are so resourceful. Yeah, they are. I mean, there should be a fireman helpline, right? Oh. Where you can just call and say, I've got a question. How would a fireman handle this? Do you know what? Yeah. I actually think you could probably just call them and they would, oh. because they're not doing anything. They're just like cooking soup. They're, they're like this cooking is, soup and like resting. so awful. These well, firemen no, no, are so no, busy. No. no, they are so busy. <laughs> but like, like you could call and be like, hey, can you just give me some advice? And I bet they'd be like, we'd love to give you some advice. In fact, we'll just like come on down in the truck and like, I don't know. I, I bet they're I bet they're pretty chill like that. Have a neighborhood touch a truck event. Touch a truck. That's what it's called. <laughs> really? You didn't yes. make that up? That's no, cool. That's what like, it's whoa. called. You pulled that together real fast. Touch a truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get zero credit for that. That's a real thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. So, anyways, so that that story reminded me of the time where I had to call the fireman in Ooh. New York City. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to. I was in charge of the youth group at church. And we all met at the church because we were going to go ice skating. Mm-hmm. Well, a few girls had to go to the restrooms. They get in. The, this is in Manhattan, so the you know the restrooms like up a floor. So they get in the elevator and they all go up to go to the bathroom. Well, like fifteen minutes later, I literally said to the other leader, "Where are the girls? What are they doing?" We started searching all the floors and could not find them anywhere. And I'm like starting to freak out. Right? I'm getting super nervous. And 
we just listen hard and we can hear them in the elevator screaming. What? The elevator got stuck with like seven 14-year-olds in it. No. <laughs> yeah. And they were losing their minds. So As 14-year-olds yeah, would do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I probably would too, honestly. But um, I was yes, laughing because- you, Yeah, you're actually, known for losing your No, mind. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> yeah, I say that and I would be like, you guys, this is a great story. Get your cameras going. But anyways- um. The like I could they could hear me and I could hear them once mm-hmm. we got found out what floor they were on and so I said to them you need to call the call the number or push the call button yeah that's what it's there for and I said do not freak out you just call them and say here's the address we're stuck in the elevator so sure enough all these firemen came and they have a manual way of getting the elevator down to like us to the floor. I don't yeah. remember how they did it, but they got it down and then they used their pliers to pry <gasps> open the door. And Whoa. all these girls, like if you were crying, if you were laughing, but they were, they were not ugly firemen. And so I think the girls were just excited when they opened the door, like what? They that, pulled it together really fast. Oh yeah. That was who's on the other side. Like it was all the leaders were laughing. So we were like, Oh, look at you. You're fine now, aren't you? <laughs> but anyways, it was just really fun. So we did not end up going ice skating we did end up going ice skating that night uh-huh. because you know what also happened on that night? No, what else? This is a different story, but what? the girls were on the ice messing around trying to be like Tara Lipinski. Someone sliced their finger on an ice skate. <gasps> so I had to take a kid to the doctor to get stitches on her finger. What an eventful <laughs> It really evening. was. It really was. I remember going home at like midnight. I finally got home at midnight and I told my husband, I was like, I'm so tired and traumatized. I don't want to be a teenager ever again. And here I am 10 years later, still teenagers. Still teenagers. <laughs> still teenagers. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so have you ever had to call the big guys in the touch a truck or <laughs> or the popo with the sirens or the people with the knowledge about poisonous objects? Yeah, no, no, and yes. No, no. Oh, uh, really? Yes to poison control. All right, go ahead. I got no the No to the other ones. Okay, here we go. You know my oldest daughter. Yes. She's a little mischievous. Yes. Always has been. Okay. And when she was little, she would get into everything. We've told a couple stories about her. Yeah. She was a hot, hot mess. Oh. It's fine. We went to visit my in-laws when we were living in Cincinnati. Okay. And they were in Indianapolis. It was about a two-hour drive. Okay. We went on a Sunday afternoon to go have dinner with them. And we got to their house, had dinner. And back then, my husband and I would have to trade off about every five minutes to check on her. Oh, okay. Always. But okay. just that's what had to be done to make sure she wasn't causing too many oh. issues. How old was she? Not three yet. She was two. Two okay. and some change. Okay. So I sent my husband to go find her because we hadn't seen her for a little while. It had been the solid five minutes. And he goes looking for her, is looking everywhere, and finally finds her in my mother-in-law's bathroom. Ooh. With all of my mother-in-law's vitamins and I think medications, but the only lid I'm assuming that didn't have a childproof lock on it was the melatonin. And she had consumed probably half the bottle of melatonin, like candy. And I looked at my husband and said, what do we do? He's like, I actually don't know on this one. Let's call poison control. Yeah. So we uh, consulted with them. And they basically said, keep an eye on her. She's probably going to get tired. Have her drink fluids. You'll be great. Yeah. So we do that. And by the time we get her to the the car, this is probably like 15 minutes later, because it was we had had dinner. It was yeah. time to leave. Wrapping up. She's already starting to fall asleep. She's oh. a bit delirious. She looks a little bit dry. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Buckle her in. And we were not even out of the neighborhood. And she was past out cold. It was a delightfully quiet ride, but also very stressful looking back every five minutes to make sure she was still breathing. Yeah. So that was it. That's of all the times that we've had crazy things happen to us. That's the only time we've actually needed to call poison control. And she was fine. That's amazing. That's amazing. Do you know what though? I have a melatonin story also. And I think, have I told you this about the babysitter and the melatonin? Oh yes. Yes. So similarly, I, we were on a date. We were on a group date with someone. I think people from out of town. And when we got home, I said to the babysitter, how did things go? And, and my son was too. He was like around too. And she goes, oh, everything went fine. Except um, the two-year-old, I found him with kind of some like white powder around his face. Oh and she's like, I think he got into something. I said, 
and I'm walking her home and I'm trying to be very calm, right? I'm just like, oh, why do you say, what what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, he said he got some like medicine and he had like white powder on his face, but I like looked around, I didn't see anything. And now I'm like losing it inside, right? I'm trying not to, but I'm losing it. Whoa. So I drop her off and I walked her home. And I think I, I remember I was wearing high heels. I dropped her off and I sprinted Whoa. home in my heels and I'm calling my husband on the way. He's not answering. So I call my friends and I, I, I'm like, you know, halfway home. And all I say to them is go make sure Shepard is breathing. And they're like, what? And I was like, just go check his breathing. Cause I didn't know what he, I had no idea what he had, right. nothing. So I run home and I, you know, same thing. Everyone's checking his breathing. We're checking his heart. He's alive. But I go through my medicine cabinet and I find that all the melatonin are gone. All of them. Whoa. All of them. So I called poison control that time too. And I was like, or I think I just Googled at that time. Can you overdose on melatonin? And no, you can't. You can't overdose on it. But the idea of him consuming things and the babysitters being have I asked her to babysit since? No, because I was so mad. Yeah, you learned your lesson. That's terrifying. It was terrifying. To be told a white powder was yeah. around your kid's mouth and yeah. she didn't find anything? No. That is so disconcerting. But same thing. I was up all night long, Ugh. like checking his breathing. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it, it's just alarming. Oh, it's not man. the end of the world. It's just alarming. Melatonin. Love it and hate it. Yeah. So anyways, okay. Now we have a lot of submissions in in this area in this category. We do. But before we get into the listener submissions, I should probably mention one submission we received from a very special lady. Yes. Who is also a listener. Yes. Thank you, listener. Yes. That's my mother. (laughs) My mother. My mother. (laughs) Mama. When we first decided on this topic, I didn't even think of this experience, but my mom was so kind to remind me. Okay. So here's what she says. Okay. Megan ate mushrooms growing wild in our backyard, and we called poison control. We had to buy activated charcoal to have her drink and throw up the mushrooms. That is something else. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. What would you like to answer before I ask all of them? <laughs> I should answer that. I don't remember a ton from this experience oh. because I was maybe five years old. Okay. But I can still vividly picture myself lying on the kitchen counter with my head hanging over the sink. Oh. Huking <gasps> so much. Oh. It was awful. Oh. And I never even touched a wild mushroom, not even an edible mushroom for years. Really? Years. Will yeah. you eat them now? Yeah, I'll eat them now. It's oh, fine. okay. I like them. They're great. Okay. I learned my lesson, but for a very long time, I would oh. not touch mushrooms. Oh my gosh. I didn't. Ha- I didn't even know that you could buy activated charcoal. Where do you buy that? Like at a health store? Probably CVS or and something. How did? What is it supposed to do? It induces vomiting, puking. It makes you puke. You know, this actually makes me also wonder. I think that's that's accurate. But I also think there's some part Are you of sure you can tell me if you think it's wrong. No, I think that is true. <laughs> but I used to, you know, when I lived in New York. I used to get this smoothie all the time that had activated charcoal in it. Oh. Yeah, because the their whole like marketing thing mm-hmm. was like it removes toxins from your body. Ew. So like if you're on birth control, it would like deactivate your birth control. Like what? Yeah, and it's supposed to take foreign like substances from your body and like it, like ex- what's the word? I was going to say expels them. Expels them. Thank you. So maybe that was also the point of, is there something about Sounds like activated voodoo, charcoal? Voodoo magic. Yeah, it really is. But you, hey, you did it, not me. Mm. So it, so you puked everywhere. Why Why are wild mushrooms so dangerous? Like why did, why did you have to do that? So Dr. Google. Yes, very good. Says the majority of wild mushrooms are not poisonous. Okay. Of the some odd thousands of mushroom species in North America, only about 250 are poisonous. I mean, that's still quite a lot. Maybe, but the odds of survival were definitely in my favor when I was little. But if a person eats a poisonous mushroom, Google says you can expect stomach pain, vomiting, and the runs. Eesh. Yeah. And then it goes on to say these are the most common symptoms, but others can occur, including death. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Oh my stars. Consume at your own risk, but you won't find me urban foraging anytime soon. Who does that anyways? Would you? Would you? No. No. (laughs) You lived in New York City. You know better. No, no, no. Would I, would I forage for truffles that have been like, like 
vetted as actual truffles? Yes. As an expert? Yeah. But no, <laughs> I would not do that. Yucky. No. Okay. No. All right. There's my story. Oh. Did your parents ever have to call poison control on you or firemen or? You know, I don't police? know. I I doubt it. I'm the, I doubt it. I didn't have a childhood. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. My mom be so offended. Oh. I really did. I have no idea. I'll have to ask her later. But Thanks. see, okay, this next one says um, from a listener, we had a bag of Epsom salt under the sink and I opened the door one afternoon to find a pile with my son's handprints on it. Oh, he sure didn't try to hide that. That's like, you know, criminology like 101. Before kinetic sand. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, she says, I wasn't sure if he had ingested any, but we called poison control anyways. So after reading this, I just, what is Epsom salt? Like, do you know? What, what is it? Yeah. I had a lot of fun Googling uh, this episode. Yes. So- here we go. Listeners. Go ahead, you little chemist. Epsom salt okay. is also known as magnesium sulfate. Okay. It's a chemical compound made up of magnesium, sulfur, and oxygen. Okay. And the oxygen doesn't sound too bad, but Wait, the other two. Sulfur? Yeah. Why, so why doesn't it smell bad? Maybe because they add scents to them. That's huh. the oxygen part. And how does it have oxygen? Smelly oxygen. How does it have oxygen? <laughs> no. It has oxygen. Wouldn't it like water float? has oxygen? H2O. Okay, don't be a smart <laughs> Alec. You're correct there. I don't know. Do okay. I understand how that works? No, but okay, carry on. But from what I read, some people do actually ingest. Like okay. they on purpose will eat oh. some sort of kind of Epsom salt oh. as a laxative. Oh. Fun, fun. Why not just some Miralax? <laughs> Maybe they like the lavender taste going down. They like the oxygen the flavor. Oxygen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel so light with all the uh, oxygen in my body. Not so weird. Oxygen's weird, man. We should do a chemistry episode. Like, I have a lot of questions about chemistry. I do not understand it. I don't understand how I'm here. <laughs> Anyways, okay, what's that? I got one? deep really fast. Yeah, I don't understand how oxygen's in water. <laughs> I don't get that. Witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. The next listener says, my daughter got into the spice cabinet. When I turned around, I saw the bottle dumped out and cayenne pepper all around her mouth. I, I don't understand how, how she survived. If my I put like cayenne pepper in like chili mm -hmm. like a week ago, like a sprinkle. Yeah. All my kids are like, my mouth is melting off my face. I'm like, are you kidding me? Whoa. Like it was a literally a dash. Yeah. So how does she how does she just do it like that? I don't know. But again, a little bit of research on okay. this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Told me that eating too much cayenne pepper can cause some unwanted side effects, ah, right? What this a warning. Is, yeah, this is not a surprise. Okay. Upset stomach or heartburn. But my favorite line from my research into yeah. this said, if you're sensitive to spice, you may also feel an uncomfortable burning sensation in your mouth. Okay. No kidding. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. <laughs> Google. Okay. Thanks for that. But uh, I do wonder if, you know, maybe... Maybe some kids are more tolerant or maybe they eat more spicy food in their house. When my my husband lived in India for two years and his tolerance to spice increased 100 fold while he was there. I'm right? sure. He could eat anything and it was not even spicy too. Sure. So maybe this mom just makes a lot of spicy food and the daughter was totally fine. Oh. Well, I actually also believe wholeheartedly that children's taste buds are not fully formed mm. because like kids all the time eat right. like lemons, like apples. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. There's a frog in my throat. Whoa. Get it. <coughs> Got it out. Good job. There's like, they, um, they eat lemons like apples and it's yeah. like, you're not even freaking out. Where yeah. like it, me, it like throws me into a spiral, but like <laughs> same with, you know, I'm trying to think of something else that like kids do st eat stuff all the time. And you're like, are you not one of my kids? My, second born son. Yeah. I walked into the kitchen one day when he was probably not even two, maybe, maybe close to two. Oh, I don't know. He didn't walk till he was like two and a half. Oh, so he could so, have been two and a half or so three. Had to walk there. I don't know. So when he was six. Yeah. <laughs> but I walked in and he had somehow gotten up on the counter and grabbed a red onion that I had just recently diced half of it and then wrapped the other half yeah. in foil. He had unpeeled the foil and was eating the red onion like an apple, yep. taking these big bites out of it. And he yep. was not phased. Red yeah. onions are spicy. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't even phased by it. So, yeah, I, oh I think that gosh. supports your theory. Yeah. And that's why your son's the Grinch. <laughs> eats onions like <laughs> <He> eats onions. <laughs> Oh, my Oh, gosh. no. Crazy. Okay. 
What do we got here? Okay, so this one says, our son ate butt paste when he was about a year old. We called poison control, and they said that he would probably just have an upset stomach and poop it out, which he did. That is super spooky, okay? It's it's nauseating. Did you ever use Boudreaux's butt paste? Yes. There is not, that's a miracle cream. It is. It is. My oldest had the worst yeah. diaper rash yeah. and that paste was our saving grace. But oh, yeah. Just the idea of eating that, like yeah. thinking of the oh, texture. Oh, I got a shirt. <laughs> it's so bad. But the texture mm-hmm. of that, oh, it just makes me physically ill to think about but swallowing that's what I mean. that. Ugh. Kids don't have matured taste buds. Like if you have one lick of that, you're you're done. But like a kid can like eat that. Oh, stop. I know. See, Ugh. that's what I mean. They're they're so not bad. they're so they're bad. not with it. Okay. Those kids aren't with it. <laughs> None of them are. Not this kid in particular. No <laughs> kids are with it. Period. Okay. Okay. The next listener says, My two-year-old son found a bottle of clipper lubricant to groom the dog. I like that. I'm glad you clarified because if I just lubricant, well, okay, that's spooky. Yeesh. Glad it's for the dog. Whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) Not even going there. Not even going there. All right. And the two-year-old son drank some of it. I called, she says, I called poison control and they told me he would be okay. But they called me every hour through the night. My husband was out of town when this happened. So it was just me dealing with it. And it was so stressful. I don't understand why they called her all through the night. Like, if he's going to be fine, why are they calling? Yeah, it's kind of strange to do the follow up. It makes you feel like, A, they don't have other things to do, and B, like, is he really not going to be fine? Are they really sure he's going to be fine? Yeah. That would make you second guess everything in life. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This actually, when I read it, it gave me the willies so bad. Why? Because it reminded me of when I drank castor oil. Oh, look. You I'm did? Getting, I'm getting all you sick. Did? No I drank way. castor oil when I was nine months pregnant and super um, desperate. How did that work out for you? Oh, okay, seriously. Thinking about it right now is making me really sick. Have you ever done that? No, never. Have I any of our craziest, listeners ever? The craziest oh. I got was eating pineapple. Because they said pineapple would induce labor. No, that's the craziest I got. That's like a delight. That's I know. not even close to castor oil. It was a really wonderful experience. Yeah. Tell me about this castor oil. My, um, and don't, don't yeah. Ralph. Okay. <laughs> My OB was like this really darling old Jewish woman in New York City. And when I was 40 weeks pregnant, she was like, um, orange juice and castor oil. Like that'll get it going. Together. Yeah, because she's like, you can't drink it straight. Just like mix it with something. So I literally, I don't know. I know, Megan. It was so Ugh. gross. So I did that. Um, it did not induce pregnancy. Don't do that, you guys. It doesn't induce preg- like labor. labor. <laughs> You're already pregnant. <laughs> I, hope it does- I hope it doesn't induce pregnancy. Whoa. <laughs> you better be careful. You'll get pregnant real fast if you drink that oil. Uh, no, it's a miracle oil. No, uh, <laughs> it'll, it does not induce labor. Um but anyways, I still – so here's the only upside to castor oil. It cleans you out. It's a laxative. Like that's what its purpose uh, is. It's a laxative. How delightful. So the idea – I hope this isn't TMI. But the idea is that it stimulates your um, bowel, which then like irritates your uterus, which puts you into labor. That's the whole like theory behind it. But if it. it doesn't work, you just have a really irritated bowel. Which Ooh. often it results in having a cleaned out bowel. Okay. Are you catching <laughs> yeah. my put down? Yeah. So, um, so, um, I anyways, have to catch that. I know, no, no, it does. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> anyways, so the only upside to doing castor oil is that by the time you actually give birth, there's like nothing left in your body. Yeah. And so it's actually pretty clean labor, which is like my nightmare is, you know, not yeah. having clean labor. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, so I have now done this with at least three of my kids thinking that it was going to work. Mm-hmm. And my fourth one, I did this again and I would just like chug. Oh my gosh. I actually, I can't believe your well. level of commitment to this. It you didn't work with each kid and you kept trying uh-huh. it. But now you know there are other ways yeah. to induce labor. Oh, okay. Google told me that. All right. I knew I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but what's crazy is now I use castor oil every night on my eyelashes. But if I like even catch a whiff of it, I start gagging because Ew. it now has these negative memories. Is that weird? Use castor oil. There are other things you could use for your eyelashes too. Yeah. It's cheap, man. It's cheap and it lasts forever. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. We got to get Whoa. off that because, okay. but okay. isn't that crazy? When that I read is. that 
that submission about the lubricant, I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of castor oil, yeah. which is actually should be a crime. So anyways, <laughs> so here we are. Wow. Okay. Next, this one says, my oldest ate a bottle of iron supplements. Fun fact, this is the only vitamin you can overdose on. Fun thing to deal with when you're in rush hour traffic with a newborn recovering from surgery. The 911 operator told me to calm down. It was awesome. That is uh, infuriating. Calm down. Infuriating. It is one of the worst things to say to a mom whose anxiety levels yeah. have hit red alert. Husbands, I, take note. Yeah, I actually think it's very condescending. Yeah. Like, what do you mean calm down? Don't, don't you think that if a mom in crisis was able to simply calm down, she would? Also, the resident doctor and my father pharmacist who was in town last week felt the need to inform me that a person can also overdose on vitamins A, D, E and K. And they said a lot of other things and I just stopped listening at that point. But did you also know that the first explorers to the North Pole survived on polar bear liver, which is extremely high in vitamin A and they all ended up dying from vitamin A toxicity. So there you go. Also, who looks at an entire bear and thinks, man, I can't wait to eat that liver. Let's only eat that. Anyway, there you go. Fun facts. Where did you get that? Where I'm, I'm reading it over. Where did you get that information? My dad and my husband, they are a wealth of knowledge on these. My, my dad's a pharmacist. So they know a lot about drugs and toxicity levels of it, things. I understand that. How yeah. did you hear about this polar bear? They told stuff? me. Oh, they told yes, you. Yes, because when this listener mentioned that they believed it was the only vitamin, iron was the only vitamin you could overdose on. I asked them, I said, hey, a listener said this. What What are your thoughts on that? Have you ever had this happen? And both my dad and my husband were like, no, no, no. Let me tell you, like, there are a lot of other vitamins that can also cause lots of issues. And then, of course, my dad is full of very fun facts. And he said, did you know? And they told me about the first explorers to the North Pole. Oh, my gosh. Conversations tend to spiral. What? Is that because there was like no fish in the ocean up there? They're like, let's know. eat a polar bear. But just the oh liver. Oh my God. Just, Wait, the, just liver. the liver? I, they, ate, they ate the liver. Why I don't know if they just- you eating the rest of it? I don't know. Maybe they did, but the liver but is so what killed high? them. Yeah, it's so high in vitamin A. It killed them. Oh they all died of goodness. vitamin A toxicity. Oh, my mind is blown. Isn't that crazy? That is is insane. We need to fact check that because that is so wild. That's true. I did not fact check. Don't. Any Let's of keep that. it. That's, it'll be any more fun. It'll be more fun if we don't. <laughs> okay. Speaking of polar bears, oh. you know, it's winter. I have another fun fact about polar bears. <laughs> I, I have a friend who's from Canada uh-huh. and she was telling me she's from, um, what's the, what's the cold part of Canada? Wait, what's that? All of it. Territory? What's that territory? What Canada? All of it is cold right now. Um, All of it. Right. But there's like a particular one that is, that, that's really cold. Manitoba. Anyways, she was, how do you know that? No, it just you're right. It is. Cold. Is it really? Manitoba it is cold. up there, but I think eh? it was, I think it was Quebec. Eh? Um, you, you're so funny. <laughs> Winnipeg. Winnipeg uh-huh. in Manitoba, which yes, you're correct. Got I won't it. ever razz you again. Really? She was tell- no, that's not true. Okay. She was telling me that from like the months of, I think it's like October to March, mm-hmm. it is illegal to lock your vehicle at night. Or no, it's illegal to lock your vehicle, period. Because if a polar bear wanders down and into the streets, anyone needs to be able to hop into any car for protection. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That I had no nuts. idea that polar bears would wander down. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I haven't seen very many, but they can wander down. When it gets really cold and there's no food up north, they'll just wander down and they'll go through dark garbage cans. Whoa. Can you believe that? That's cool. Wouldn't that be scary? No, that's Ooh, so, so cool. Scary. See a polar bear yeah. out your window? Yeah. Wow. As long as I'm inside when the polar bear's outside. In some that stranger's car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some some gum. Mm. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So where are we at now? All right. The next list. Listener says, my 14-year-old thought the baby would like to shake the ibuprofen. Ibe, ibe, yeah. Ibuprofen bottle. Wait, what did you say? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. It's Yeah, it's spelled weird. Ibuprofen. Wait, what is it? Ibuprofen. I say ibuprofen. Yeah, ibu, ibu, ibuprofen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You say it really fast. Ibuprofen. I say ibuprofen. Yeah. Let's shake the ibuprofen bottle as a toy. Okay. Well, the seven-month-old got the lid off, and that oh. ended with the trip to the ER to check his kidneys. Yeah. 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 That happens. 
Well, this reminds me of the time that my daughter actually ate some Advil PMs. What? Yeah, because my mom, she like sometimes takes Advil PMs, so I think she had some, which I'm going to tell you this, but it reminded me of your mother-in-law's story. Like when stuff happens at grandma's house, Mm -hmm. you almost can't get mad because they're not, they don't need to baby proof their house. Right. right? It's like, it's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. It's just there. And it's kind of, but there were some Advil PMs on my mom's nightstand and my daughter like swiped a bunch of them and and ate them. And we called poison control and they were like, yeah, keep an eye on her. She's probably going to pass out. But she ended up not sleeping for 24 hours because it can either keep you awake forever or can be dead of sleep. Yeah. And so it kept her awake for 24 hours. 24 hours? So awful. How old was she? She was like 18 months. That it was sounds so like awful. Nightmare. It really was so awful. Ugh. So anyways, this reminds me of it because it's it's Advil. It's yeah. ibuprofen. Yeah. What a resourceful 14-year-old though. Yeah. Who doesn't love to shake the medicine bottle? I still love to shake the it's medicine bottle. It's basically a maraca. I, you know, that doesn't surprise me all that you would like to shake a medicine maraca. You love Spanish things. <laughs> so exciting. You're about to take your I, ibuprofen. I, Here we go. <laughs> no, but this also reminds me of the one time one of my kids came home from something with a homemade shaker filled with beans or sand. Help me remember this because your sand. Kid, what was it? Your kid brought the same thing home. I think it was our six-year-olds last year, maybe. And they both came home with some sort of shaker, a homemade shaker, something they'd made at school or at a birthday party. Okay. I don't know, but it wasn't sealed. And my daughter's busted open, maybe his beans. It busted open not even five minutes after she'd walked through the door and they were everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And yeah. then it all went in the trash. It's a blessing yeah. in disguise, but. Yeah. Anyway. I do remember that now, now that you say it spilled, the trauma came right back. Mm. But do you know why it took me a minute? Is because the moment I heard it in the backpack, I put it in the trash can. I didn't even, there was, I didn't want the liability. I just got rid of it. I was like, oh my gosh, a polar bear's out our window. Throw this in the trash. You're such a seasoned mother. What uh, an expert. Oh, really? You get or the trophy. my children are sad that I'm their mother. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't even remember. Oh, yes. They don't even remember. Oh, that's, yes, that's true. Okay, let's see. Where are we? So this listener says, my daughter drank hand sanitizer. <sighs> she was two and they poison control, I'm guessing, said to watch for signs of drunkenness, like slurred speech or being off balance. So, you know, her everyday life as a two-year-old. Thankfully, she was fine. (laughs) I don't even know what more you can say to that. No, Basically, just watch her act like a two-year-old. Yep, that's normal. It's fine. So similarly, or not at all, to sanitizer, I want to talk about those silica packets. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. one that my daughter just pulled out of a jerky packet the other day exactly. and says, can I eat this? Exactly. No, put it down. Oh, she was so starving. She wanted to eat the silica. Megan. Looks delicious. Eat your children. <laughs> she was eating jerky. I'm sure. I'm sure. It was in the food. I know. I'm, I'm so, um, it comes in seaweed. It comes in like a lot of things. So yeah. silica packets come in a lot of things. Yeah. Anyways. Um, one day, so, you know, I drive the, the three-year-olds to preschool every day, right? right? Well, I went to the, to the car wash one day and I realized there was a silica packet on the ground, but there were no beads in it. And I was like sitting there for probably a full minute going, why are there no beads in this? And I don't even see the beads. I looked everywhere. I was like, where are the beads? Where are they? And I realized that probably a few days earlier, I heard a little three-year-old shake it and be like, what is this? And I remember being like, oh, it goes in the seaweed. Just put it in the cup holder. I think one of them, I'm not sure who, ate them. No. Yes. Really? Because I looked everywhere. And one of them was your daughter. So I'm, <laughs> thanks for not overreacting. <laughs> no problem. But it was either your, my son, your daughter, or our friend's daughter. Yeah. And um, anyways, <laughs> the packet was empty, but there were no beads anywhere. So I think someone ate them. And I got on Google right away and I was like, can you die? Because my in my mind, Megan, I was like, they're silica. They're going to expand. It's like yeah. water beads. Yeah. There's, their t- tummy's going to explode with like silica. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like freaking out. Oh, Apparently it's I'm not so a big sorry. deal. Really? I, I, yeah, I looked up. Apparently silica is not a big deal. They don't expand. Hmm. You literally just get rid of them. Right. But how do you get rid of them? Oh, well, Megan, <laughs> a little thing we call the GI truck, okay? Oh, Ask no, Miss Frizzle so how that works. That sounds very scary. But it also, the full. good news is all three kids are still alive. Oh, so yeah. It's been, a, it's been at least a month, and they're all still, they're still fine. They're That's thriving. Great. That's great. So anyways, just so you know, hmm. silica packets, also fine. Hmm. Hand sanitizer, you are going to get drunk because of the alcohol content. But silica, you'll be fine. Don't you ever, do you do a yeah. hand sanitizer and then you'll accidentally yeah. like lick your oh fingers? My gosh. It tastes so awful. How yeah. could you even, 
drink that. Well, taste buds, not underdeveloped, uh, yep. underdeveloped. I yeah. think we've already that's right established this. That's exactly right. Taste well buds. said. Okay. okay. This this last. Uh, submission says, I had to call poison control twice because my son loved multi-purpose cleaner squirt bottles and figured out how to break into the child-locked cupboards. Okay. Did you did you ever have to childproof your cupboards? You I don't think what? I've ever seen any of your cupboards childproof. I haven't, but I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. I just don't have kids who are curious. I need you to know why. Does that mean they're... Why are they not oh, Now that I said it, I'm like, oh, that's an issue. We've had to... Childproof everything for okay. three of our four kids. My first and third born. We've talked about that third born. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. They were into everything. And it yeah. wasn't even to protect them from harming themselves. Sure. I mean, sure, it was. That was that was like bonus. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly because I was so tired of cleaning up after sure. them. They were like little tornadoes and the house is theirs to destroy. There were many years I would have to make sure all child locks were in place, especially mm. in the kitchen, before I could even take a shower. Oh, that's anyway, hard. That's I, you're not alone. Crazy. I have been in people's homes where every single thing is child locked. I think that's very normal. Hmm. I really do. Um, it makes me feel better. I think. No, no. Yeah, I, I really think it's very normal. Maybe to this listener and anyone else, I always have a spray bottle of just water hmm. under the sink. And so if I get one out and my kid like reaches for one, I'll just give them the spray bottle of water. And sometimes I even put like essential oils in it. They really think it's like something fancy. Fancy. And then they just spray themselves with like rose water. I'm like, oh, you smell so nice. <laughs> So maybe just give them their own little spray bottle. Clever I don't idea. know what else to do. That's start, very normal. Start them though. cleaning. Yep, that's right. Okay. That was fun. That everyone's still alive. Everyone's alive. Tell that tell. Yeah. How does that feel? It feels real good. Successful day in parenting, you guys. Very good. Good job keeping your kids alive. Now it's time to put the babies to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you. We love your submissions and we appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Bye.